This is Amateur Logic, episode 124 for December 15th, 2018. This episode of Amateur Logic is brought to you by MFJ, the world leaders in ham radio accessories at MFJEnterprises.com, and by ICOM. The holidays are here, and ICOM's got plenty of cheer for everyone. Good evening, welcome to the Christmas Spectacular 2018 episode of Amateur Logic. I'm George. I'm Tommy. I'm Neil. I'm Mike. And boy, do we have a fun show lined up tonight. Yeah, you know, I almost said I'm I'm uh, Dean Martin again. Well, I almost said but, Professor Thomas. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but for those who don't watch Ham College, those are the... Alter egos. Alter egos, yeah. <laughs> that, you could say it that way. Uh, we've got... Uh, well, boy, a bunch of stuff lined up tonight. First of all, if you look right up here, we've got uh, our Canadian buddy, Mike, the E3MIC. Hi, Mike. Hi, George. And what is that behind you? Fragile? Fragile. It's Italian. That's right. It's Italian. And you've got the official leg lamp, just like we've got right here on the desk. Uh, we've got the mini leg lamp. The mini leg, yeah. Baby size. <laughs> I I pulled out all the stops this year, George. I can tell. Email, you did too. You've got a tie on. I did. You know, uh, it's tis the season, as you guys heard from the uh, the theme music there that you got, and I figured I'd uh, go in kind here with my Looney Tunes Christmas tie. Okay. And uh, well, I got a new Santa hat. I've got an old one? one somewhere. Yeah, this is a new one. This thing cost me like $3.50. Oh, you went all out. Well, it's about the size for a child. I can hardly get it to fit on my <laughs> head here, so I should have spent the extra buck. Yeah? No, yeah. no. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> the price was right. And, Tommy, you've... Well, that's yeah, your chest I've been, I've, been, I've been cultivating the chest hair since last year. <laughs> <laughs> this is my beard, man. It looks like you bleached it out a little there. Oops, too, sorry for the yeah. scratchy there. Well, a lot of fun stuff in the show tonight. We've had um, some unexpected things come up as well. We had people send us some things for oh, a, yeah. another taste test. Awesome. That's always fun. Yeah, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. I think email's going to get in on that action. Mike, unless you've got something in that box up there, I'm sorry, man. We <laughs> we didn't have a chance to get anything up Oh, believe more. me, it's it's going to be just as much fun for me, I'm sure. Yeah, it might be more fun, considering one of the things that we're going to taste test here. Yeah. You know, the rum butter from last month that Nigel... That was actually good. Said, it was great. Yeah, it, yeah, it's gone. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, man. <laughs> It was good stuff. It, it was very good. Uh, thanks for that, Nigel. Um, well, lots going on tonight. I, my segment 
You might remember uh, last month I did the, the DTMF relay project. Mm -hmm. I have I have added a cool factor to that. Oh. Uh, times times four hundred. Time four hundred. Oh, yeah. That's wow. way cool. Oh yeah. It's much much cooler than the one I had last month. Although the one I had last month works perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Well I enhanced it a little bit and to be honest I'd actually done all that before I ever shot the first segment there but um, I held it back so oh, you've been holding out on us well it was just going to be too long to put all the functions in the one episode so yeah. kind of okay. held it up what are you going to have this month Tommy uh, well you know I kind of let the cat out of the bag uh, when we were talking about the uh, yeah the, the uh, pie store we image. couldn't stop talking yeah, about so it just I, I remember yeah so I, uh, I I went ahead and took care of that and uh, set it up it was really nice image. yeah I, I'm really wanting to watch that because I want to do my hotspot as well Emil what are you going to have this month well we had um, a cool chance uh, to operate and to help our uh, fellow uh, meteorological enthusiasts so you'll get to see all about that this month okay cool and Mike, I know you usually bring along something when you show up here. Well, George, this year, um, you know, there's a saying that says you don't know how much stuff you have until you move. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out exactly what I found in that move. And um, anyway, it's going to be some fun. Yeah, I, I've had a sneak peek at it. It is going to be a lot of fun. Well, cool. Well, anytime we're shooting a show live, you know, we've got a chat room going on at the same time. And why I don't have this in the right order here, let me just get to it. For those of you watching on the live stream there, anytime we're live, we've got that chat room, as I just mentioned. AmateurLogic.tv slash chat. A uh, great group of folks in there having a lot of fun. And we, we get some cues from them every now and then throughout the show we can't keep one eye there and one eye on the screen at the same time it's now you get a headache after a while <laughs> yeah. it's kind of hard to do but yeah. but we do check in there to see what's going on um well i've got an email here let's i guess let's just get on into that tonight um bring the lower third down you could. Uh, you're allowed to touch it. I don't ever remember. No, the no, switch no. on there. <laughs> yeah. Take take six. Take two. Well, I've got an email tonight that uh, comes from our friend Kevin Hastings, VE9XYZ. Cool call. That's somewhere in Canada, isn't it, Mike? VE9, is that in Canada? Yes, sir. Okay. St. John, New Brunswick. Oh. Um, Great stew. You know, last month I had a few photos in here. We looked at them, and one of the things we had was that silver tone radio that for thirty nine ninety five. You know, we decided that was probably a good deal, and you got so much with that. But a few of the things we did not understand there... Uh, Kevin wanted to clear it up for us a little bit. He said, George, uh, this radio from Sears that, that you showed uh, looks very much like this one right here. It is a Rogers Majestic in his living room. 
It was bought by my grandfather the same year my dad was born in 1932. Oh, wow. Wow. It worked the last time he tested it, but he doesn't leave it plugged in, and that's that's probably wise. Um, here's his guess as to a modern translation of some of those special features we talked about. The image frequency suppression must mean tuning knob. Uh, the microsensitivity compensator is what we'd call a volume control these days. And he said he's just guessing. There's only three knobs, um, so uh, maybe we're just overanalyzing things a little bit. So that's a nice-looking radio, and it does yeah, it look is. a lot like that silver tone. There's mm-hmm. a, a close-up of the dial there. It looks like it's backwards. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. It sure does. So I don't know. Are, are y'all's frequencies up there backwards, Mike? Well, we're in the northern hemisphere. It should be the same for you guys yeah. down there. Yeah, if that um, was Peter, it should if be If it was backwards. Peter, it would be backwards for sure. Yeah. Maybe that's the Australian the, version. Yeah, maybe so. But Rogers, that's a Canadian brand, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure if that one is or not. Um, of course, back then, they were always moving around. I know RCA was up here in Canada for sure. Um, a few other ones as well that I, I can't recall off the top of my head, but I don't know whether that was one of them or not. Okay. Well, thanks for the information there, Kevin. It's fun to look at those old radios. Um, you know, for that kind of money, 40 bucks, that was probably, what, like half a million back in... <laughs> yeah, five, I saw it said $5, down $5 a month to pay it off. Well, that's a whole <laughs> month's paycheck, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, I know you've got an email over there. Tommy, what have you got tonight? Well, I do have one, but I didn't know I was next. No, actually, um... Email. No? Yeah, I know that's what it says, but that's not what it says here. And the photo I've got <coughs> queued up to go next is neither one of those. This is true. So I'll have to do some backing up here. So... Go ahead with yours there, Tom. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Okay, this is uh, to AmateurLogic.tv from Rockin' Ray. Dear AmateurLogic.tv viewers, I'm sorry that I couldn't join you again this year, but as you know, we released several exciting new products this year. (laughs) RF direct sampling is a future of radio, and it's here today. Hmm, that looks like a familiar scene there for some reason. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> we just want you to know we're all counting on you. <laughs> uh, er- earlier this year, I visited the headquarters in Osaka, Japan, and the production line's been running full speed to ensure that there will be plenty of radios under the tree and in stockings this Christmas. Happy holidays, Santa Ray. Wow, thanks for that, Santa Ray. We haven't heard from him in, what, almost a year? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Thanks for that, Santa Ray. <laughs> well, um, I don't know about that crew he had there on that test brochure <laughs> that he had going there. That One of those guys looked familiar to me, though. I think it was the, the one on the left, best I remember. <laughs> the autopilot. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, that's about all we can stretch out of that's that one. About, yeah. <laughs> Next. All right. <laughs> Email. What have you got this month? I know you told us a minute ago, but I'm kind of. Uh, I, I've got the Alzheimer's going here. I don't remember. Okay, I can refresh your memory. Okay. Um, so, uh, the club down here, W5SLA in Slidell, uh, has a station co-located at our uh, local NWS for the New Orleans uh, region on the National Weather Service. And uh, they recently, because of the end of hurricane season, put on the uh, Skywarn Recognition Day. And uh, we got to operate uh, from our co-located station there. And here it is. Hello, boys and girls. My favorite time of the year is here again. Yep. It's the Santa Watch Net. That's right, and Santa will be making his rounds, and once again, for the eighth year in a row, the gang at the Dew Drop In will be watching the radar. Join the Santa Watch Net starting at 1800 hours Eastern Time. Oh, and my little elf Dave in 3N TV. Oh, he's still so cute. Gonna be calling the net and keeping track of St. Nick's location. <laughs> and just like last year, Santa has a radio in his sleigh and he may chat with the kids again. Oh, yes. Bring all the little ones and get them checked in. Third party traffic is always on the nice list. Once again, it's the Santa Watch Net. Christmas Eve, 1800 hours Eastern on the Do Drop In Echo Link Conference Server. Node number 355800. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry Christmas from me, old Santa, and all my little elves at the do drop in. Ho, 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 ho. So wow. y'all have Santa doing weather spotting oh, for you now? You know, you know, George, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that's where we operated from. <laughs> you don't remember that part? No, I don't remember that part what? at all. Well, Let's you try. were helping the big man himself. Yeah. Let's try this. Hello, AmateurLogic.tv viewers. Sky One Recognition Day was developed back in 1999 by the NWS and the American Radio Relay League. It celebrates the contributions that volunteer Sky One radio operators make to the NWS. During that day, operators visit the NWS offices and contact other radio operators all across the world. 2018 was no exception. Luckily for me, I got to participate in the W5NWS club station that we uh, co-locate and maintain at our office here in New Orleans, Louisiana. I thought it was a nice touch also that they uh, f flew the uh, flag half-mast for President Bush. And uh, we, we had quite a number of operators come through the uh, event. Uh, here you can see some of their uh, instrumentation that they maintain along with some antennas and uh, tower sites here at the site. And, of course, where would we be without the uh, great products that they give us through uh, the radar systems that they operate and maintain? Over a two-day period, we had uh, quite a few operators operating and made quite a few contacts with other NWS offices all across the country, which gains you an award. Um, this is our station here. We have HF capabilities, VHF, UHF, and even a uh, packet station that goes into the local packet uh, digipeter system here and local repeaters that the uh, club, W5SLA, also maintains. So it's quite a system when needed. Although the official results don't come out uh, until, I think, early next year, uh, we think we uh, achieved the Towering Cumulus Awards 
Uh, we tend to want to stay away from some of the uh, Category 3 and 5 certificates because uh, we've been there and done that. So thanks, everybody, and have a great holiday. That made a little more sense, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember that part. Not the, the Santa and the sleigh thing happening, but, uh, hey, you never know these this time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, so always uh, watching. That's yeah. right. We were good. At that event, George, we were good. We're not on the naughty list. We made contacts, and we helped the guys uh, see what we could do you know, for them, because that's what it's all about, right? Service, public service. And uh, uh, it was a good time. And I, uh, I see Glenn's in the chat room. Uh, KG5CEN was on the operating side while I was at home. And I'm, I contacted him via every mode possible, I think. VHF, UHF, D-Star, HF. I hit him on everything that I could. So obviously other operators had fun, but that was my hour stint when I was there. Cool. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun and a worthwhile cause as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, uh, let's see. I believe you've got an email here for us, don't you? I have a couple of um, What's a post, uh, newsworthy posts, I guess you could refer to them as. Uh, one from the ARRL, and the other one is a... Um, some news about uh, WSJTX or FT8, I guess, if you want to be more specific. But um, yeah, um, our 40 meter band is is uh, is got some company now. Um, even though it's supposed to be uh, primary service for the amateur band, we've got some broadcasters uh, that are, I guess, primarily from. Well, some of them are from, uh, I guess, the uh, the northeast uh, region of Africa and. Um, they're broadcasting on a number of uh, frequencies uh, within the 40-meter uh, band. And also, um, there's been some reports, and this is all being uh, picked up by the uh, monitoring system uh, in Europe. And um, apparently, uh, German telecommunication authorities have filed uh, official complaints regarding it. Um, there was also, uh, from the monitoring station, reports of digital signals that have been traced to Israeli Navy and uh, Russian military, and also, um, again, on Russian on the Russian over-the-horizon radar uh, on 20 meters as well. Um, and that was uh, just this past, uh, the, the end of November on the 22nd. And then earlier, um, there were some reports about the Polish military uh, in the 40-meter band. So, yeah, once again, uh, we've got company in the 40-meter band. I remember when I was first licensed, uh, there was a number of broadcasters uh, that were on the 40-meter band for years, and it took a lot of time and, and effort to get them off. And uh, they they eventually uh, vacated and went somewhere else, I suppose. But um, uh, now, they're, now we've got company again. So just what we need, especially with the handbands being uh, what they are these days, um, not, not too many uh, other bands are open, so the only ones that seem to be open uh, this time of year are 160, 80, and 40. Well, 22, depending on the uh, on the um, on the conditions. But uh, other than that, it's it's tough sledding, as we say up here. Wow. Yeah, I, I really. Had other, to, pardon me. Go ahead, George. Yeah, uh, I I really hate to hear that. I haven't been on 40 lately, listening around. I thought we had just cleared it out a little bit above uh, 7,200. No, below 7,200. But it looks like uh, we just made room for more broadcast. 
Yeah, the, um, the frequencies that are listed here are 7.205, uh, 7.18, and 7.14, and 7.12. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's not good news. So hopefully they'll get that, uh, that sorted out um, soon. And then the other uh, the other note I have here is regarding uh, WSJT well, let, dash X. Let's save that one for a little later. Okay. In the show here. Well, let's take a quick break. Get a message from ICOM. Come on back because uh, we've got a lot more to go, and you're going to be telling us about. Five star. Yep. Okay. For the love of the holidays, surprise your favorite ham this season with the gift that's on their hot list. The holidays are just around the corner, and ICOM has plenty of cheer for everyone. IC7610, the SDR every ham wants, and just in time for the holidays. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of a SDR. RF Direct Sampling System, 110 RMDR, independent dual receivers, and dual digicell. IC7300, changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. RF Direct Sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. ICR30, raise the bar on DC to daylight receivers, powerful yet easy to use. The ICR30 is packed full of features you've come to expect from ICOM. Built-in GPS and Bluetooth, dual bandwidth recording, high-speed scan, and there's an Android and iOS app available. The perfect stocking stuffer, the ID51A Plus 2, provides new modes for extended D-Star coverage. Enjoy integrated GPS, independent AM-FM receiver, and free Android apps. Terminal and access point mode, send and receive text messages and pictures, DV fast data mode, and easy FM repeater setting. Visit iComAmerica slash amateur for more information on all the great iCom radios. And I'm glad to see you do this. Yeah, well, I had somebody, I actually had a couple of people uh, suggest a Pi Star image for me, uh, to me recently, and uh, I wanted to redo mine. This was getting kind of long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I decided to give it a try. All right, well, let's take a look. It's past time for me to redo my DV Mega Access Point. Uh, I was using, I believe it's a K5REB image, possibly. I can't remember. I've used it for so long. But uh, someone told me about the Pi Star image, and I thought I'd give it a try. And it, it turns out to be super nice and super easy to set up. So I thought I'd run through that with you today. Last month, I had a little segment about how to program your D-Star Handy Talk, your radio, easily with your memory channels downloaded from dstarinfo.com. This time I want to show you how to set up your access point. So I'm going to go ahead and jump start it. I've downloaded the image pistar.uk and there's a downloads and the download pistar link. Get the Raspberry Pi one here if that's what you're using. I've already downloaded that and I'm going to go ahead and burn it to a brand new card which I've got loaded here. And let's go ahead and write it. Be sure when you pick your device that you're uh, picking your removable disk. 
In the meanwhile, I've already got my DV Mega set up inside of my DHAP Mini Mega. This is uh, from uh, Hardened Power Systems. Nice little box. Holds your Raspberry Pi and your DV Mega board all together. It's got the antenna. Uh, ports are all exposed. Voltage meter. Place to access your SD card or micro SD rather. Um, anyway, it's a very nice little box. It's got nice little rubber feet on the bottom. So that's what I've been using for mine. I also have my DVAP, my DV access point, the little red one. Um, and uh, it, this image works for that as well. But in this exercise, I'm going to set up the DV Mega. It's probably best to go ahead and put the latest firmware for your DV Mega on it. And you can easily find that at the link below. Um, it's really easy to burn that. Uh, especially if you've got a a um, an Arduino Uno. That's what I use to to update mine. We'll probably do a segment about that sometime in the future. You there are a few prerequisites you're going to have to have to set this up. First of all, you're going to need a wired connection to the internet, and then your power supply, of course, for your for your Raspberry Pi, and a decent uh, memory card that's compatible with your Pi. Big thing is the hardwire. Uh, after you get it online and working, you can set up the Wi-Fi, which is what I'll do later. But to get everything going, you definitely need that hard connection. So have that ready when you get started. The PyStar image does support uh, DSTAR, DMR, Fusion, and uh, P25. There are quite a few modes in there. Although th today I'm only going to really set up and test D-Star. I may put my DMR ID on there. I have tested it in the past and it does work. So um, anyway, it's pretty easy to set up. Okay, the write is successful. And we'll eject our card. Okay, so I'll go ahead and insert this into my DV Mega. Or uh, my Raspberry Pi with my DV Mega mounted to it. And let's put some power to it. First of all, let's plug it up to the network. I plugged in the power, the network cable, and it got the switch on. So it's uh, it's booting up. Now, on the instructions here, on the download page, there's some default instructions. It says to go here to set it up. Here's your username and your default password. You'll want to change those later, but for now, let's remember those. Let's go to Postar Admin. Came up with a login, pi dash star, and oops, and raspberry. And it came up, no mode defined, which means we haven't really configured anything. So let's go into configuration. And this is this one is so easy to do. So let's go through here. We want to use, uh, I want to use the MMDVM host. So it uses multiple uh, protocols here. And it requires a 3.07 firmware, which I've got like 3.26 on my DV Mega. Uh, we'll leave it on Simplex node. The host name, I'm just going to leave it there for the time being. My call sign will be November 5, Zulu November Oscar. My frequency. I use 445.6.6 and put your GPS coordinates in there if you know them. I, I think these are close, but I'm not totally sure.
I think that's close. My town is Madison. And my grid locator. And I am in the USA. And for my URL, I'm going to get mine off of QRZ. It's going to be the same. This is the one I looked up earlier, but it's going to be the same format. So I'll copy that one. I'll paste it in here and I'll put my call sign on it. And my radio modem type. This is very important. So I've got the DV Mega on a Raspberry Pi and it's the single band. So that's my option. And uh, my node type, I'm going to have public. And the time zone is going to be America, Chicago, I think which is the same central time zone right there and my dashboard I'm going to change to English US and let's apply the changes I'll go ahead and turn my handy talkie on I have it pre-set up for the same frequency because I used it before so if it gets if it works we should hear it talking Okay, it says the modem selection has been updated. Reselect your modem from the list. Apparently it downloaded an update, updated selection. So let's go back here and double check that. So I've still got the Raspberry Pi GPIO single band. And let's apply that again. So this is where the Wi-Fi setup stuff is done. I'm just going to leave that alone at the moment. Now we want to turn on D-Star mode. So that's the protocol we're going to enable. We've got Yezu System Fusion and DMR. Here, I'll go ahead and set up the DMR one at the same, as well. You're going to have to apply the changes here because after you apply the changes, some other fields are going to open up that we're going to need to populate for those modes. And you can see down here it's still waiting. Okay, it's working on restarting the services. Now, down here we've got... Uh, DMR information. Uh, actually, right now I'm going to tell you I'm on a cell phone. Well, uh, have you heard about you, this? Uh, Peter you can see it by the default. It uh, wanted to start up with uh, Reflector One no, Charlie. Uh, I listened to you guys talking okay. about it, and uh, something about an online. So anyway, so uh, it's that easy to be online. It, it literally will work right now. But I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit more configuration. So uh, mine, I like. 30 Charlie so I will pick that one 30 Charlie and I'm going to go manual I don't really want it to start up and connect the one at first and let's go ahead while we're in here and let's put our DMR stuff in okay to get it to work earlier I picked uh, Brandmeister United States 3108 that's the only one that I actually got to work and I need my DMR ID mine is 312-8025 and okay we should be able to save now apply changes should it'll disconnect 
and we're back the other thing I didn't change is I would like to put this on English US and my APRS host I chose uh, one of the United States ones since I'm here um, here I'll do a central APRS too that's not the one I used before but I think that'll do and let's apply that again that's all you have to do to get online with this thing it, it really couldn't be any easier and you can you can see I've never hooked up a monitor to this since I put this image on here let's take a look at uh, what we can do we can go over here to the dashboard and we can actually see um, what's going on if we go into admin we can link to 30 Charlie click request change we should hear it Okay, one, it didn't link at first. One thing I noticed is it takes a few seconds uh, after it comes back up for it to actually accept the command. So once it comes back up, give it give it just a moment. And we're good. We could talk on 30 Charlie now. If we want to unlink from there, we can do it here. Not linked. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut down and relocate mine over here to where it's going to live permanently. So let's, uh, let's shut down. It takes a few seconds. It's going to give you a notice that says, please give 30 seconds for it to fully shut down. Since we don't have a monitor on there, you know, we can't confirm that it's finished. So... Give it plenty of time and then put it over there, power it back up, and you are good to go. Good to go. Very cool. It's so easy, yeah. man. It's like if you want to set up a hotspot, there's no reason not to. Like it's anybody could do that. It's well, so easy. We're gonna so, find out because I'm gonna try it after the show tonight. Even even you can set that up. Good. No. That's good to know. <laughs> that's that's giving me confidence. <laughs> Uh, it's Do you know nice. if uh, PyStar supports a Callstein Connect? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Um, I'll let me check on it and see. That'd be pretty nice. That'd be really cool if it did that too. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody well, you, in the chat room may may know. I think it looks like Glenn's been using it already. You've connected to ours, huh, Mike? I, yeah, yes. Because that's what ours is. Yes. So yeah. Oh. Oh. Cool. Let's so, try it out then. So when I call sign connected to your call sign, I guess because it last heard you on W5SLA, it, right. it started through there. Okay, that's cool. Hmm. Um, it's a nice image. It's, it's really nice. You don't have to have a, a monitor. So I never did plug anything to the HDMI port to set the whole thing up. Well, you just browse to its interface, right? It's web yeah, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You know, I think it was last month we were talking about um, DMR and, and Brandmeister, and maybe it was going away or something. Well, it's still there. I don't know what... Uh, I didn't look to see what servers it's using, but DMR stuff did work on it. Uh, I did... Well, you saw I put my stuff in there, and I did see that it connected because I heard one of the talk groups coming mm -hmm. back, uh, but I, I haven't really played with it still. Much I, I'll use D Star several times on it. Yeah, have you heard anything more about about that up there, Mike? 
not not a lot although i i do know that uh it's getting sorted out and that it is still operating um there was some issues with some of the servers down in the u.s but i think that's been sorted out now yeah i I talked with somebody yesterday on the air and he was telling me that um that it somebody else had come in they had uh, maybe picked up and uh, it was back operational and working okay. right again so yeah so yeah, and they're they're doing some uh, pretty interesting uh, cross-linking between the various systems i know there's some um, cross-links between uh, dmr and fusion and cross-links between um uh, D-Star and, and uh, DMR. Uh, so there's a lot of experimenting going on on Brandmeister right now. I shouldn't say right now. It always it always has been, but uh, it, it continues. Um. Okay. Yeah, so uh, one thing I was uh, kind of in addition to that is, you know, you remember the, uh, what, did, what was it, uh, DVAT Pi thing yeah. I did a long time ago? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had an email from a guy who was uh, trying to update his, and I was just kind of wondering if anybody's still really using that. It's worth doing a segment on yeah. that. So, I don't know. If you're interested in, in having an updated version of the DVAT Pi um, yeah. segment, let me know. We, we might put one together. And where would they send that email? To Tommy at AmateurLogic.tv. Okay. So. Sounds good. Well, I've got an email here that... Uh, came from Dell Norcut N6SFU and he said what's a hobbyist to do been trying to find some 16 pin headers with hoods try the local fries and they were out of it if they ever had them in inventory there was a time you could go to Radio Shack and find parts for just about any project now that are not that I would use RF connectors from Radio Shack but at least they had the parts well, Dale, that is a good question. We don't even have a local fries here to no, to look at. We've got nothing. Yeah, some of this stuff, unfortunately, is getting to where it's pretty much mail order mm-hmm. most parts today. Uh, just a, a lack of parts stores anymore. Yeah, you know what I did? I, I Some of the things that I've needed, I actually went on eBay and, and ordered like pretty big packages of mm-hmm. things anymore. So I've got... Uh, Huge thing of caps and huge thing of resistors and stuff now because you can't go onesie twosie at, at the shack anymore. So you're saying next time I need parts, contact the Z and O store. Come on by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put the key to the shed under the under the help mat, you. and you yeah. can stop yourself and get what you need. <laughs> well, what have you got over there, Tommy? Oh yeah, I got one more left. Um, I got one from Ed. DD5LP says, Hi, Tommy. After my iPod garked it, I guess that means it died. After only nine years of service, I switched to an Android app called Player FM. All has been fine, and I've been receiving your ALTV and Ham College videos over the new service up until about two weeks ago, at which point you were no longer appearing. Upon investigation, I found the comment that the show was no longer found. Uh, and we did a new search. I only found the audio version of ALTV, none of the video versions. Uh, Ed, DD5LP. There's a little bit more on there, but that's kind of the summary of it. But that's that's on me. So I had a mistake in the RSS feed. Um, those are done by hand. And yeah. uh, anyway, I made a mistake. So if you're not seeing the feeds anymore, you might want to go back and, and resubscribe to it. 
Um, it was actually the one that f that uh, populates iTunes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the other services use the iTunes feed also oh. to populate their own. Um, so anyway, sorry about the mistake on there, but that one was on me. But uh, go resubscribe because we're definitely still here. Yep. Looks like it. Yep. Well. Pretty sure. Pretty sure we're here. Last time I checked. <laughs> uh, we got a lot more to go tonight, so we're going to stop right here, get a quick message from MFJ. You know, there might be a little Easter egg in this. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll be right back. The holidays are here, and now is the time to get the ham on your Christmas list. Thank you. Thank you very that much. That perfect gift they just can't live without. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. With products from MFJ, Ameritron and Mirage amplifiers, Cushcraft and high-gain antennas, and Vectronics, the MFJ catalog has become the ham's wish book. From antenna analyzers to Yaggies and everything in between, MFJ's got you covered. It all starts with the proper power, and MFJ's selection of power supplies and power distribution products offer just the right solution to fit any need. Every station needs a suitable antenna system, MFJ, Cushcraft, and High Gain have the most choices. Mobiles, mag mounts, lip mounts, mirror and rack mounts, duplexers, screwdrivers, bug catchers, beams, dipoles, zips, portables, hex beams, cobwebs, masks, monobanders, tribanders, multibanders, verticals, yaggies, ringos, loops, rotators, antenna switches, and more, you'll find them all here. Of course, MFJ's got SWR and watt meters, which are a staple for hams. One of the most wanted accessories is an antenna analyzer. Again, no one has more variety than MFJ. From the famous MFJ-259C to sophisticated graphing vector network analyzers, MFJ also has the most popular antenna tuners in the world, from inexpensive portable units to legal-limit automatic antenna tuners. MFJ has a tuner to match any antenna situation. And for the ham who wants a little extra get-up-and-go, Ameritron and Mirage have the most linear amplifiers by far. HF, VHF, UHF, solid-state or vacuum tube, manual or automatic tune, there's an amplifier designed to fit any ham shack or mobile installation. With well over 1,000 items, there's something that's sure to be the perfect gift for every ham. Visit MFJEnterprises.com today. Mr. Jew has an amazing singing voice. Boy, he does. It doesn't sound I, like I him, though. I couldn't have sang yeah. any be that any better myself. <laughs> I don't think you could have <laughs> sang it any better. <laughs> Wait, was, was, that a, was that a blue Christmas or a Martin Jew Christmas? Uh. <laughs> um, I, I got permission from Richard. Richard said to do that. Uh. So. <laughs> uh, nice. that, was, that was great. If we all that get fired. That kind of reminded me of... Um, <laughs> Uh, well, Peter pre Peter's mentioned it before. I know uh, on the show uh, there was an electronics company. I think I think it still exists in some some respect. Um, um, Dick Smith Electronics. Yeah, yeah and, and they kind of made him uh, a very iconic character uh, in all the catalogs. And you used to see little caricatures of Dick Smith in all the catalogs. It was pretty good stuff. Yeah. I think they have actually done that before. Uh, I've forgotten where he told me they had done it, but something similar oh, really? to that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, that, uh, all those things that were popping by there, those, those were some pretty awesome Christmas gifts. There was. You're a ham. It's like, there's a lot of great stuff that just flew by there. I think you could find exactly what I need in there. I hear you. Yeah. No doubt. Stop. Stocking's looking a little empty over here. Yeah. <laughs> you need a nice Maritron amplifier hanging in that stocking. I don't think it's going to fit. <laughs> how does how does coal load up as an antenna email? <laughs> well, with one of their tuners, we can load anything up, right? There you go. Yep. <laughs> well, back last month, I did my project on a DTMF relay that you could control from your handy talkie over there and it would give you a little feedback to tell you whether or not the relay was on or off and I got you know I got a little feedback from some fans on that uh, one in particular here I don't know Mike do you mm. recognize that fan there <laughs> I Cat, sure do Cat's pretty interested in that yeah looks like it so that's that's your cat, huh? Yeah, that's one of the two, yep. Okay. So have you built him one yet? He he seems to be into it. I haven't ordered the parts yet. Okay. It'd be interesting to see what kind of a mess that cat makes of them. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like he wants to rearrange some of those wiring circuit yeah. diagrams, George. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, email, I told you I was going to make one that's cooler than that. It's going to cost less. I'm sorry. It it probably cost a quarter more. Oh, the price went up. Well, because I added something to it, that uh, a, a function you could leave out and it would cost less because you would need less capacitors. But, but wait a minute, hold on, George, hold on. Uh, it's okay that it's not you know cheap old man compliant anymore. But let me put my cool factor blinders on because you said four hundred percent cooler. Oh yes, you'll need those. Okay, hold on. Let me put it. I got it. Okay, go ahead. All right, this is my talking DTMF relay project. Last month on Amateur Logic, I built a project using a DTMF decoder board and an Arduino and a couple of relays and a few miscellaneous components. I could send a DTMF pound with a handy talkie, and that would cause one relay to key, and the Arduino would generate a tone, which was transmitted back so that I could get a confirmation on whether I had turned on or turned off the relay. This month, we're going to greatly exceed what I did there. We're using a lot of the same circuitry. All of this on this side remains the same. I've changed everything that's on this side over here and added a little bit to it. The first thing I did was remove the filter circuit that I had on the tone. I no longer have all those capacitors and resistors in there. You can see I've added a 10K pot and I've added an LM34 temperature sensor chip here as well. Let's look at the schematic and see exactly what's changed. As I mentioned, everything on this side of the project is the same as it was last month. Go back and review that to learn how all that works and how it's connected. Our changes are, instead of the tone filter that we had over here, now I've got a 1 microfarad capacitor that's feeding audio into the mic jack. And I've added a 10K ohm pot down here that runs over to a power supply. And if you follow that out, you can see that's going in analog zero of the Arduino there. And I've added this LM34 temperature sensor that is feeding over to A1 analog input on the Arduino. The rest is the same. 
So what's so different this month? To start with, I'm not using the tones for confirmation anymore. I've got the Arduino using a voice library that's actually giving me vocal feedback on what's going on. And since I've got that extra capability, I decided to add a few more things to the project. The 10K pot here, what this is going to do is measure the power supply voltage for me. I had to knock down that 13 volts to uh, something less than 5 volts that the Arduino could read. A 10K pot worked great for that. And I've added in the LM34 temperature sensor here as another analog input, just feeding 5 volts into it. And it'll give me a readout of the temperature in the room or wherever I position the temperature sensor. Now, of course, we've still got the light bulb here. I'm running it off our 12-volt supply. Let's see what the project does now. The first thing that's, that's going to be different is you can't just start punching in tones. You've got to send a password in there. So I send any tone, and it's going to tell me it, it wants authentication. All right, so I've got a three-digit password in it. I'll enter that. Ready. Now it's ready. I've got a choice of several commands here. If I send a one... W5JDX. Now all this is being done with no extra hardware as far as the microcontroller is concerned. The Arduino is generating the voice there as well, so... No extra cost for that. If I send a 2, the temperature is 72.26 degrees. And that's about right, 72 degrees in here. If I send a 3, the power level is 13.71 volts. 13.71 volts. Pretty close. You know, I, I adjusted the pot there to get that exactly where it needed to be. Well, that's a few things that have been added. What was already there is the star and the pound. Let me send a pound. The machine is on. And, of course, it turned on our light bulb or any kind of machine we wanted to hook to it. Our star will turn it off. So there we got a few more features now than we had in the previous version. Since I've got the voice feedback, that allowed me to do a little more than uh, I probably would have attempted earlier. I've got the code written so that, well, it's pretty complete. You could do more to it. It will time out. If you don't enter a command within a certain window, then it's going to ask for the password again. If your voltage changes on the power supply here, if it drops below a threshold... And it'll read it three times in delay before it repeats it again, so it's not constantly tying up the frequency. It will also reset itself if it goes back within the range that you had specified. It'll give you an overvoltage warning as well. W5JDX warning. The power level is 16.60 volts. The power level is 16.60 volts. The power 
So I think that's pretty neat. You know, you can get a reading of the power supply at your repeater site or wherever you might want to use this or any kind of analog voltage that you wanted to sample. What about the temperature sensor? It seems like we could do something pretty cool with that. So that's pretty much all I've got this doing at this point. You could add more to it. There's uh, several more analog inputs left and several digital I.O. left. Uh, you could even do serial commands to something with this. So pretty versatile, pretty flexible. Go download the code here. Take a look at it. This was a really fun project. I would like to share the code with you, but uh, that's probably going to be a little long to put in a segment here along with everything else. Maybe we'll look at it in the future. Go download it, have a look, do some experimenting yourself. That was pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I enjoyed that, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. The cool, the cool factor, you were probably uh -oh, pretty uh -oh. close on target with your cool factor rating there. That, right? that was good. Does it meet 400% email? Uh, man, I think you might have exceeded it, especially that, when the radio's on the, fire. Uh, the, the double <laughs> thumbs up, com compliancy? Absolutely, the double thumbs up. But you can go download the code there at the link that I showed and uh, and peruse over it yourself. There's, It's not huge. I mean, there's a lot more space left, uh, memory left in that Arduino. I could have done a lot more. I think I only used like 47%. Was that, was that an Uno or a Mega? That was an Uno. So um, I, I can't believe that voice library doesn't use that much memory. Well, um, part of the trick to that is I only put in the words that I was going to use. Oh, okay. So you, you called the library of the voice vocabulary then. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and that um, the, the words that I had available to me weren't everything, so there was no volts. That, that was not in the vocabulary, so that's why I used power level. And uh, oh. some things like that, but they they resampled uh, voices from some of the old Texas instruments, uh, maybe uh, spelling say or speaking say or whatever speak and those spell? Spell, speaking yeah. spell, yeah, some of those yeah. things, and and several right. other devices. See, so. Mill and I were commenting um, during the segment that uh, it reminded me very much of the old uh, ACC repeater controllers that use those Texas instrument chips. Yep, and you could build a repeater controller with that. There was, uh, like I say, a little more I.O. left on there and some more analog input. So, yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, that was very awesome. It was a lot of fun. I'd encourage anyone that you know, wants to play around with microcontrollers, just jump in with both feet. There's a lot of resources available on the Internet where you can look at what other people have done and get your ideas and tailor it to do what you want it to do, which is what I did there. And uh, Wow. Yeah. I guess I guess uh, the sellers of the SpeakJet chip, the sales just went down after that segment. <laughs> I guess so, <laughs> because I, I didn't have to add any hardware to get the speech. Well, a capacitor. But, you know, I took away all those other capacitors and resistors for that filter. Yeah. So uh, the, the Arduino chip, that little chip can handle all that. I, I meant to total it up and see what the total price on that project was. But I'm sure it, it would get emails seal of approval. <laughs> it it no. would be. Yeah. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the, the chat room saying, uh, uh, "Danger, danger!" Will Robertson, warning, warning. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's no um, that Will might have been in there, but I know Robertson wouldn't. Uh-huh. It, mostly, what was in the the vocabulary there was uh, some aeronautical terms and some weather terms. Oh yeah. And and so that's what I had to choose from. Of course, he had all the the letters of the alphabet and the numbers. So, uh, a lot of fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, I don't know if, if folks would like the code, you know, explained. Maybe we'll look at that at some point. But, you know, I just didn't want to bore it because I know a lot of folks don't, you know, are not into that kind yeah, of thing. it's not everybody's thing, but, but a lot of our viewers are interested in yeah. that. So, we try to have so, something any, for everybody. Anything, anything that talks is cool in my books. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got. Well done. Thanks. More to go here. Email. I think you've got an email. <laughs> email's <laughs> got three, an email. Say that three I mean, times. Email's real fast. got an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my my friend over at the uh, W5SLA club again, uh, Carl Fedro Wish down here in Bayou Bonfuca, as we call it, is uh, messing around with the. Um, uh, speaking of small, cheap controllers, uh, one of the Helltech Wi-Fi low-ra or low-power radio modules. He wrote himself a little uh, self-beaconing uh, device here that uh, he's having. He's having too much fun with those uh, devices because I, I still have not hooked up with him yet, but I need to. Um, you know, simple coding, and uh, he's always been somewhat of a coder, so. I, I got to figure out what he's doing with those. I, I know I want to have a little project where I uh, set off one of my uh, lights that I bought at a ham fest over at the Hammond Ham Fest. So I'm gonna have to get with him to see what he's doing. But uh, I haven't messed much with the LoRa uh, modules or even that one. But it sounds or it looks like it's fun to me. Mm-hmm. It, it does, and it's pretty expensive too. I think or inexpensive. Uh- Okay, yeah. that's what I want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you had already shut him right off right there. You know but. that one's got a pretty high cool factor right there, no doubt, with that display. Yep. Um, well, Carl's a those. tinkerer, and he's he's pretty good at uh, making him do what he wants him to do. Yeah. That looks like that could be something fun to play around with. I think it could. I actually looked it up, and I don't know why I didn't order one yet. Yeah. But. Uh, I probably will. That would be something I'd like to. Where you get those from? Like to play with. Um, Adafruit or something. I don't remember who had them now. Probably so. I'm gonna look them up and see. Yeah, I think he mentioned Adafruit on my. Um, I was talking to him on a repeater on the way home from work one day. I think he mentioned that, and I've seen him on Amazon, etc. Oh, okay. Well, Mike, you have one more. Uh, post or is it a tweet or or what is it you've got there uh it was all over twitter a couple of days ago um and it's regarding uh wsjtx or more specifically ft8 and the uh they've uh, come up with their uh release two or version two of the software and they're actually asking all users of of um wsjt-x to upgrade to uh to version two because uh, the protocol's changed, and it's now a worldwide standard, and that's as of December the 10th that happened, and it's not backward compatible. So they're asking everybody to upgrade uh, before uh, January 1 of, of this year, or this coming year, rather, um, to upgrade to version 2. 
Oh, wow. To okay. ensure compatibility. Well, that's that's certainly good information to know. You'd be like us, wondering why your device quit working. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Seven, eight, nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Well, Mike, I know you've got something... Uh, you brought a special project with you here tonight. Actually, this I, is sort of a historical thing, isn't it? It is, and it just kind of—I don't know. Um, well, as I was mentioning earlier, you never know how much stuff you have until you move. And where this is, where I'm going with all of this is, as you know, Google Plus is is going to be no longer. And originally, they were saying August, but in recent. Uh, news. Apparently, there was another API glitch, and there was another data breach. So they've mm. actually uh, moved that date up to April uh, yes. of of 2019. Um, that uh, Google Plus will be no longer. So uh, the good folks at Google at least give you uh, an API, so you can actually go in and get all your stuff before they pull the plug. And that's exactly what I did. And um, Boy, <laughs> I started I started pulling everything down in in big archives, and I, I didn't realize that in a matter of four years of posting on Google Plus, uh, that amounted to about a hundred and almost one hundred and sixty megabytes worth of data. Um, wow. You know, mostly uh, Photoshop pictures and stuff like that, but um, project posts that I had I had done on Google Plus uh, years ago, but. Uh, I kind of wanted to have them because I had no other record of them, um, so I I used something called Google Takeout, um, and Google Takeout allows you to pull all that information back into archive files. Now, it it's not exactly clean. I think um, what is it? JSON files, I think. Um, so you pull back the information independently. And uh, what I was most interested in is, at least for this segment, is the, um, the, the some of the uh, some of the picture posts that I had made over the years, and uh, that's what we're going to have a look at. Okay, and the title. Yes, the Amateur Logic TV Holiday Retrospective. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just go through here and okay, and let the chips fall <laughs> where they may. This should be good. I think yeah, I just um, I I there's really no rhyme or reason to the order. Um, I just tried to put them in sort of a chronological order, as to uh, uh, I guess I should I should uh, set this up. Um, these are all uh, these are, these aren't all the images. These are <laughs> images that are relating to uh, TV shows and movies. So uh, you keep that in mind, and um, we'll start off with the first slide. So you're saying there could be a sequel. There could, there, there's definitely more, but the yeah. show isn't long enough for that. Okay. And you might be thinking to yourself, boy, that uh, Mike guy, V3MIC, must have a lot of free time on his hands to do all this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's uh, all I'm going to say about that. Well. <laughs> well, actually, George, maybe you can answer this question. Isn't this how you got your start in radio? And um, you can see Bob Heil there. Uh, they were remo- remo- uh, they were marooned on the island for so long that he he uh, eventually decided that uh, he needed a better microphone. So true, he yeah. got into the audio business. <laughs> um, and I don't know, did you ever get that radio to work? Uh, well, yeah, I think I did. I, you know, it's been a, a while now, and things were black and white back in those times. So <laughs> my memory's a little fuzzy. But yeah, there's Gordo Gilligan there, and. Uh, and uh, Skipper Bob and uh, Professor Thomas. 
Wow, that's yes, sir. Professor Thomas has been around <laughs> a while. Yeah, so that's um, some of the early folks on Ham Nation there. And the SS Minnow. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and the Minnow's not looking so good. No, the Minnow's not looking no. so good. It's been breached. <laughs> the three-hour cruise just, was pretty rough. Just, just like Google+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see what you got next here. Oh, wow. What is this? Yes. I, I don't remember this. This is ALT, ALTV MASH, the, the MASH unit, and I think that's your first studio. Isn't it, George? I think it was a tent. Yeah, it was. in the background there. It was. I it was think a, it's got... At field day one year. Yes. <laughs> and I see Peter joined you that year, too. That was yeah. before we started using the duct tape, because I don't see any duct tape up there at all. No. No. <laughs> well, and... Oh, yeah, I remember this. This is lost in ATV space. And, uh, yeah, uh, well, you look lost. We oh, were. That's, yeah. that's fancy hair, Tom. It, yeah. it's, it's more like, uh, where do we park the car or where do we park the Jupiter 2? Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to add those uniforms to the uh, Amateurologic Spread Cert. Yeah. That's a, you know how much hairspray it took to get my hair like that? No more than it took to get mine like that. <laughs> Don't get near Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a Halloween, I believe. That was Halloween, but that was the ALTV Monsters, um, one of my favorite shows. I don't know if uh, I'm sure a lot of people in the chat room remember that show. Um <laughs> Although I never remember the uh, the episode where where he was in the ham shack and Tommy, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your first uh, ham shack and the and the radio gear that you were using there. Oh uh, yeah, that was the good old days. They don't really make them like that anymore, man. <laughs> <clears throat> well, and you see why in the previous one my hair was a little bit different. Yeah, mine was, was a little darker then. Too. Yeah, it was kind of covering up the top <laughs> of the head. Yeah, Peter, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Those are awesome. <laughs> nice headphones, Tom. Yeah. Oh, this one. This this one's for our uh, our friends across the pond, and I'm sure they'll uh, they they may recognize that. Um, that was another uh, favorite show when I was a kid. Um, comic genius Benny Hill, um, and of course all the all, all hijinks from ALTV. Um, we we had to stick you in there, George. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benny Hill was awesome. I love that show. Yeah. Oh, and this is... I'm going to let you guys guess that one. See if you get it right. Um, well, there's a computer. It, 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 it was one of the first... I, I'm going to say it was from the 60s, but it had to be one of the, the first um, TV series in color. And I believe the early series, or the early episodes, were in black and white, but they, they switched to color. Oh, is it Thunderbirds? Wait a minute, what is that? No. I don't know what that is. That's yeah. the ALTV Time Tunnel. Time Tunnel. Oh, uh, I don't even remember that show at all. Yeah. Oh, stomach, uh, Tom in the <coughs> chat room got it right. And so did uh, so did Marty. Wow. Oh, cool. Well, let's see if they get this one. Oh, well, I know what this is. Yeah, that's back when we were moonlighting as cops. Yeah, <laughs> the hair. I yeah. had the sideburn thing going. Sideburn, rocking those sideburns. I always was good. wondering what what Tommy's thinking. 
uh, in the passenger? Is he is he wondering about his driving or yeah. wondering where they're going to stop for something to eat or yeah. get coffee? Yeah, yeah. Well, stop at the taco stand. <laughs> That's a donut shop. <laughs> yep. More of the same. When when you I guess when the uh, when you guys were moonlighting as cops, it didn't work out so well, and so uh, this is emergency ALTV. Yeah, emergency yep. squad fifty one. What was it? Squad fifty one. Squad fifty one. Squad yep. fifty one. Oh, or maybe it was a squad fifty one. I don't know. Yeah, it's car car fifty four was supposed. Oh, to. car fifty four. Yeah. <coughs> wow. <laughs> What is that on my George, head? This, <laughs> Tom, that's Tommy Pacciarello. That's exactly right. That must have been a crossover show um, because you got chips. I, I don't recall yeah. ever seeing that episode, and I didn't know they ever did a crossover, but apparently they did uh, with with the emergency. Um, yeah. The uh, chips, uh, I guess, was in one or two episodes, and uh, that's that's what that came to be from. But uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, George, who's your barber? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't look like I had one. Just somebody that had a bowl. <laughs> oh, and this one, I remember this man. Nice. I can barely, I can barely remember that one. This is when we got the band back together. Yeah, I just barely that's remember great. that. So, you know. Up in solder smoke. Yeah, I just know. All I know is we were just looking for some chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me, I still, man, that look on your face there is classic. <laughs> That's awesome. This is a nice stash you got going on, man. Did it? Yeah. Throw that back. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, man. With the chain steering wheel. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it must have been after we got arrested. I remember. I remember the. Uh, I remember the uh, the scene in this movie. It's the same movie, believe it or not. And um, I think Cheech is saying, uh, "Looks like a radio station." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, and this was a radio oh, yeah, station. The, yeah, that's that got to be one of my favorite clips ever. <laughs> yeah. As God is my drop. witness. Yeah. You know, out of all the shows that, well, maybe they did. Um, I know they shouldn't remake certain shows, but I was thinking that that one might be uh, prime pickings for a remake. Uh, it would a be re, a uh, boot of the series or something. Yep. But yeah. I guess, uh, do they even have live DJs anymore? Maybe they do for morning personalities, but it's all mostly automated now, isn't it, George? Yeah, it pretty much is, yeah. It, um, but back in the day... You know, I, well, I'm still in radio, but uh, whoever wrote the, that series there must have worked in the business because it is an awful lot mm-hmm. like these characters here. Now I, let's turn to the news. Yeah, I would swear I worked with a lot of those guys. <laughs> oh, bad hair day. <laughs> Any guesses on that one? Let's 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 turn to the uh, the chat room and see if they got a. They got a, a guess in there. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, it's Andre the Giant. I don't. It's I don't okay. Know. I'll give you a clue. It, it's definitely not con compliant. This show. Six million dollar man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> really? At Steve Austin the Sasquatch. Oh gee, I don't remember that one. No, me neither. 
It looks like Charles Manson with that thing on his head up there. I can't tell what that is. You know, that's one they're making a remake, doing a remake of, believe it or not. Really? I heard that. Uh-huh. I didn't know if they were going through with it or not, but... Uh, well, I heard I heard they were talking about it. I'm thinking they are. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> it don't seem right. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was fun well, there's times. Martin and Thomas and ALTV. <laughs> Where's Huggy Bear? <laughs> Cool car. Well, it looks like yeah. that. Have you still got that uh, Ford Torino? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look quite the same anymore. No, it's got a few dents in it from my wife. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it looks like I'm wearing a kilt. I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> and it must have been mighty cold, too, Tommy, for you to have that. Well, I, I used to wear the sweater all the time. That was just my style. Yeah. Okay. Now I know what this one was from. I can hear the music playing now. Somebody's yeah. training. Mm-hmm. You just That's drunk. right. He didn't, just ran Tommy up didn't the, even break a sweat running up those stairs. Well, I was in a lot better shape back then. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Rocky. I think we can all see that. Yeah. Looks like a T for Tommy. Okay. Uh, oh, what, yeah. Alf. What is this one? Alf. That's Alpha Lima Foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good Photoshop there. That looks like it could almost be real. It really does. Yeah. Well, and of course, I was in helping the alien repair his rig there. He was trying to wait, get on 20 meters. Wait. It just wasn't. Or you're asking what happened to the family cat. I'm not sure which. Well, yeah. Could be this either one. This is not one. real. <laughs> no, it's it's not not really, Mill. That's a oh. that's a oh. fake equipment in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that looks so good. Uh, of course. Oh, the three this meters. one's kind of near and dear to my heart because this is the one that started it all. I don't know if you remember Tommy. Um, yeah. I think it was one of my first posts mm-hmm. on Google I remember Plus seeing when this I. One. That's one of my favorite movies too. That's a great one. The Three Hamigos. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh remember yeah, when I remember. We killed the Invisible Horseman. Yeah. That's right. In the uh, what were they trying to find the the bush or something? Yeah, the, the singing oh, bush. The singing bush. <laughs> and of course, this. Is oh yeah. Back when I worked at the post office. Yeah, we sang out at the bar after work. Cheers. Nice oh, yeah. mullet. <laughs> yep. So you, you, can't see the du- you can't see the duct tape or the uh, or the uh, the, the uh, pocket knife, but yeah, it's there. I was going to say, oh, I need some duct tape, and I can get that baby going. Exactly. <laughs> I never well. realized how popular the mullet was back back in the eighties. Apparently, oh, yeah, so, I, mean, I think yeah. it should come back around. Probably will. <laughs> <laughs> And this one, oh, well, they, we even got uh, Jim the Torch in there. Yeah, it's the uh, the four musty steers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's now this one. I don't. Uh, I don't remember this one. Oh, that's when I used to do the triple Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
You know, know isn't that what that's from? That's a classic movie. Oh, I don't remember what Back movie to that school. is. Oh, okay, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Tommy Dangerfield. <laughs> Look, come on, man. I don't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this one? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, that one was a composite of uh, Baywatch and... and um, um, oh, um... Jeez, I'm drawing a blank on that now. Crocodile, Crocodile. Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. You know, things are a little different down in Australia. That's that's <laughs> not an alligator there, Emil. No, that's, that's a, a croc. That's a croc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The Dukes of ALTV, is that? Yeah. Is yes, that? sir. Yep. And and a uh, the general Lee in the background there. Yep, he's got a radio. We did. We had a CB back then. That was. And I'm sure he's on channel 19. <laughs> no, that was a two meter rig. Was it two meter? Yeah. Nope. I can't see the antenna. No, Maybe. you you were talking to Boss <laughs> Hog on there. I know that one. You were taunting him. Oh yeah, party on, Tommy. Party on. Well, no, that's not that one. This is... Uh, no, that's that's um, George and Tommy's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, exactly. know, you know, I've never seen that movie, ever. You haven't? No. Have you? Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. I really need to watch that. They traveled in that, time. That one's supposed to be getting a remake, oh. too. Really? Well. Which one? Wayne's World? Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent oh, really? Adventure. They ought yeah. to bring back Wayne's World. Party on. Yeah, party on, Tommy. Party on, party on, George. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is from the Christmas album. That's from the Christmas album and uh, and also from the catalog, too, of the, yeah. a- the uh, ALTV swag shop. Okay, yeah. That was what, uh, the Grandpa rap? Is that what that, that was? That's right, yeah. In the, in the senior wear section of the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. there's Hambo. Hambo, okay. Yeah, yeah you were the, pretty fit back then. I was, you know, I kind of let myself go after that. But, <laughs> you know, at least I had the crime scene tape around my head. Yep. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this one, yeah. <laughs> Dixon's place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I guess, I guess I guess we need to set this one up. Yeah. George. Um, that was done during a Ham Nation episode, I think, wasn't it? During a Halloween special or something? Yeah, it was. I had that uh, uh, Groucho glasses on with the nose and the mustache, and I was trying to talk, and the mustache was tickling me, so I raised it up and I said, "Oh, I look like a pig." <laughs> Like so, you're trying to snort the drink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're checking you out over there, too. Oh, yeah, that. There you go. Oh, the LTV yeah. team. Yeah, that the was LTV. that year at Hamvention. You know, you know, a lot of people don't realize this. I, I Obviously, I do. Um, <laughs> I was at the last year that it was still at the Air Arena. But I always wondered why the pavement was in such poor shape. Yep. And uh, that that'll explain why. Now you sure. know. Yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> yeah, you couldn't get any internet there, so that's why we had that dish. Yeah, you know, it's always good. Yeah, it's always great to go, but but when it's over, you're ready to go on, you know, go on home. <laughs> I, I figured it was the uplink for the live show there. It probably was. And this one, that's. <laughs> That's a pretty wild bird you've got there. I'd hate to see the back of your shirt. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's supposed to be yeah. good. It's supposed to be good luck. You must be pretty lucky. <laughs> Apparently. And this was what was the title of this one? I don't remember now. That, that one was um, uh, Stone Age Hams. Okay. Yep. I remember that one. That's pretty cool. good old G plus days. Yep. Ah. Now this one. Um, I, I'm watching the chat room here to see whether anybody's keen enough to see or to remember where that one might be from. But um, looks like the host anyway. I thought it'd be interesting to to see what what Tommy and George would look like if they were uh, true Canadians. True Canadians, I. Uh, so <laughs> we got we got uh, George and Tommy, aka Bob and Doug. Ozer. Yeah, that's back when we lived in the Great White North. Yeah, we're drinking some beers, eh? Hey. UDA, LTV. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this one. (laughs) That that was definitely in my younger days. Yep. Yep. When when y'all were teaching me about pies. (laughs) Three hams and a baby. (laughs) That's funny. You just—you must have been born with that beard, Emil. Yeah. Wax they on. reared me up. Wax on, wax off. This is the yes, the surface mount device kid. Oh, okay. Back <laughs> the days when they had, you know, they—they've got place and pick or pick and place machines now to do a lot of stuff for you. But, um, you know, Sensei Sensei George there is trying to teach the young, uh, the young student how to how to do it the old manual way. Yep. You know. Some of these things just set themselves up, I guess, when we did the headbands there with the uh, with the icon tape and stuff. Oh yeah, seeing tape. That's like um, a perfect fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just works. Oh yeah, let's see see the keen uh, uh, viewers if they know what that one's from. Um, I think I know what it's from. Um, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a clue. Weird Al was the uh, was a star in that movie. Yep. Um, I, I remember the title of that now. Do you remember? No, I can't think of it. Yeah, this was this was back in our four forty days. Yep. UHF. On seventy seventy centimeters. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was the movie UHF. Yep. UHF. Yep. And the title of this one, you need to watch it. It's your Tommy car. versus Evil Dead. <laughs> how's how's the Delta eighty eight holding up? Not too good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. of the corn. Awesome. That was a pretty spooky movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It looks yep. scary, and it's got the old uh, army truck from up around your house. You know the story with the army truck? It just disappeared. Somebody must have made an offer and bought it, and I have no idea what happened it's to right it. Right there in Nebraska. Kind of, <laughs> maybe. 
out in corn country. Was that a maze? <laughs> uh, how do you spell maze? Which spelling of maze? <laughs> yeah, you already got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the scared hand project. That gave a lot of people... Uh, made them sick to their stomach because of the it must have been before the days of image stabilization I think <laughs> you see where I can make them sick to their stomach yeah. <laughs> that picture man I was playing around with that picture I had no idea to end up on something like that <laughs> you never know man you just don't get him you never know where the stuff's going to show up Yeah. you know I always told my kids uh, be careful what you post on the internet because once you post it on the internet you never get it back <laughs> <laughs> you know where that came from they gave us these webcams at work and there was some software that uh, you could use to put like a crown on you or distort your face and stuff and I did that and that's that's what I ended up with after I got it Wow. Oh, cool. I, I didn't know, because you were using a Mac then, I didn't know if you were messing around with Photo Booth. No, no. actually, that was a Windows PC. Um, I huh. Oh, yeah, good times. Oh, yeah. that That's my favorite of all. I would give almost anything to have a full size, a full resume of that on the left right there. Make a big picture out of it. Yep. I would make a uh, cool poster. Yeah, well, for it sure. would. Yeah, I'd I, I buy one of them hanging on the wall. What title did you put to this one? That one Cam is um, ALTV Dynasty. Oh, okay. Wow, that, that's pretty <laughs> good, man. You know, we remember we tried to recreate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See, the mullet is coming back. Yeah. Bring, bring it back. Tommy Dirt, is that... <laughs> That's right. Business in the front, party in the back. That's right. Yeah, Tommy Dirt. (laughs) And there's uh, Captain Tom Sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, you were very photogenic. From your your seafaring days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back when you had the dreads. Oh, yeah. I remember this one. That same picture. Same guy. Who would have known? <laughs> who would have known me messing around with that webcam that day would cause all that? Exactly. <laughs> I bet you got some good deals. Yeah, I still remember uh, George's comment. He, he wanted to know how much for the drums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is a mystery one. I I did this one, and again, you can see the crime scene tape. Uh, was was the inspiration behind this, but um, I, I don't know if both of you had neckties on, but I know Tommy did. And um, I just grabbed this image, and I couldn't remember what movie it was from, so I'm reaching out. I'm, I'm using uh, what do they call that? Street Shoutout? If you've ever watched Cash Cab? Oh, yeah. I'm using a Street Shoutout for this one, because I don't know what, what, the, what the, uh, the actual movie is for this uh, scene here. Yeah, and once again, I want to know what is she doing to that horse? <laughs> I don't know, but the horse doesn't seem to mind. No. <laughs> that's good. Oh, somebody, Marty said Australia. Yeah, I was wondering if that's what that was. Wow. Oh, trailer park hams. <laughs> Trailer you must have got, yeah. got contacts since that. Uh, yeah, I must have, man. 
Look at Peter. Uh, I wonder if that causes permanent eye damage wearing those glasses. I don't know, man. That's Coke bottles. You mean on the person he's looking at, right? Yep. (laughs) Well, I probably have to go lay down after. You want to kind of of watch the angle of the sun, I think, wearing those. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, Better call Tommy. Yes, better call me Tommy. Yep. That's one of my favorite shows, man. Yep. That uh, and then they, of course Ham Middle School, and you'll probably uh, know these. Obviously, are, are more recent uh, shows. In fact, uh, you know they're 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 still airing today. So, um, including this one here, um, they just uh, released. It. I'm sorry. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> was that a was that a statement or <laughs> or a fact? <laughs> I guess it looks like the title to that, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Now, this one I did for fun. See if you can point out, about, uh, see if you can figure it out. Um, yeah, I saw it. Did you see that movie? Yep. It's a recent one. It had some famous actors in it. Yep. Written right across the top there. <laughs> yep. The third one over. Third name over Tommy, and the one Tommy. in the middle there. Um, oh, is this I actually didn't alter the image at all. All I changed was the names. <laughs> Tommy Martin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you know who the actor in the middle is? Who? Tommy. Yeah. He's a. He's actually a a, a, a singer. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know who that is. We saw him when we were in Nashville at the show. At the. Who did you say, Mike? Trace Oh, okay. And and that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, Mike, boy, and and this is just what? That's not a quarter of them. I'd, huh? I'd like to say I'd like to say the tip of the iceberg, but no, it's about I don't know, maybe not quite half, but okay. Really, those are awesome, man. I know you put a lot of time in those. They're they're great. I, I love seeing them. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't really, I've done a couple, but not many since then. And I, I know I've shared them, uh, kind of in private with you two guys and or three guys, I should say. But uh, yeah, I mean, posting on Twitter isn't really the same as posting on uh, on Google Plus, and no. I kind of wish there was something else to kind of fill that void. But I haven't found it yet. Yeah, uh, maybe. What something about that MeWe thing? Have you tried that? I don't know. Jerry I've Ellsworth. heard about it. Yeah. I have not tried it. I thought about creating an account just to see what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be uh, privacy stuff. Supposed to be a lot different there. Yeah, and I think uh, they monitor it. They must have a lot of more moder- moderation going on with um, <clears throat> with the content because uh, they're very upfront about you know be nice or don't come here type of thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, which is good to see because you know there's there's aspects of the I guess it's you could say maybe the darker side of the social media um, and yeah. it it, it you know, it can cause a problem for some folks so mm-hmm. anyway um, yeah uh, it's amazing what you find when you start cleaning up <laughs> uh, like I said it's about I think it was about a half of what I hauled back from Google Plus but um, Anyway, if you've got anything on Google Plus that you want to hang on to, uh, 
just Google uh, takeout and um, it'll let you get your uh, your data back. Um, you'll have to do uh, you know a little bit of cleanup. I think you're able to select images and posts and things like that separately. But uh, anyway, it's it's certainly better than than letting it all disappear. Um, we need to do that to see about getting the stuff off of our group. I don't know if there's anything on there we wanted to keep. But, well, it's, there's it was all of that. a lot of good yeah. stuff there. <laughs> you know, some other, a few other people kind of took Mike's lead and, and mm-hmm. posted a few of those things as well. Um, yeah. I might see about getting our, grabbing all of our stuff. Well, thanks. You rule, Mike. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. Nice nice trip down memory lane. Yeah, thanks for doing all of that, man. That That was fun. Wouldn't be us without it, man. No, no. I just I hate email wasn't in. How many was he in? Just the one. He was still a baby. He was still a baby. I'm still a, I'm still a youngin of this group. Yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> well, we're going to be back in just a moment because we've got some uh, taste testing to do here. All right. But uh, oh boy, yeah, I hadn't had supper yet either, so that's right on time. Maybe. <laughs> At the end of each month, it's Amateur Logic's Ham College, the new show for those new to the hobby and those wanting to get into amateur radio. Which of the following is a purpose of the amateur radio service as stated in the FCC rules and regulations? That inductor and capacitor form a tuned circuit. That's how you tune the radio to the frequency that you want. The English language. We lived in town. I liked it. I, I listened to mine a lot. It was really cool because you didn't have to have a battery to power yeah. There's our homemade telegraph station. We can use it for long-distance communications. Oh, like, uh, what, three feet yeah, here? across the table. The answer is B. Voltage was named after Italian physicist Alessandro Volta. We can see we're generating a little bit of electricity there. It's DC. It's always great to go back and get a refresher. It well, sure is. A lot of that stuff, if you've been a ham for a while like we have, you, you don't really think about a lot of that stuff that often. They didn't have electric screwdrivers in those days, so that's why we're not using one. That's why we went stores. primitive with it. Yeah. So let's see if we can hear anything when we, uh, we fire off our spark gap transmitter. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't build anything or blow up anything today, but uh, the night's still young. <laughs> <laughs> George's stuff is catching on fire. That that was good. I, I have to hand it to you on that one. You outdid yourself I, on I'm, that. I'm still amazed by that. Um, that sounds exactly like, and for the amount of uh, you know uh, processing power that the Arduino has, yep. um, that's pretty amazing. It surprised me. I just stumbled across it that there was a library that you could do voice with on it. Yeah, I didn't know it existed, and uh, yeah, I'm surprised that it could pull it off too. But boy, it it did a, a good job. Yeah, yeah, it did great. Well, this next segment here, this is um, this was totally unplanned. All this just popped up in the last week or so. Nice. We, people started sending us. I, I guess they saw the last taste test that we did. What did we do a taste test on last? Uh, the rum, the butter. rum butter. Yeah. And so we had some things show up in the mail. The first thing that showed up here was a couple of drinks from our friend Ralph. These are non-alcoholic now. It's uh, a Moxie oh. Oh, interesting. soda. And I have no idea what this tastes like. Let's get a look at it here. Moxie. 
distinctively different. I want to say I've heard of that before, but I know I've never had it. I've I've heard the name, but I didn't know it was a drink. I didn't know that company was still around. I've seen old, you know, those old tin signs. Yeah. Uh, with the old products on it, I'm pretty sure if it's the same company, um, and I've seen that before. Well, we're fixing to find out what it tastes like. Well, cool. It's cold too. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. You got Moxie. <laughs> oh, it smells good. I never would have guessed. I'm, I'm sure still what not it tastes sure. Like. I it's good. Tastes like candy cigarettes. That oh, almost tastes like cigarettes. a ginger. Almost yeah, tastes yeah, like that ginger right. beer stuff, uh, but not quite as strong. Like like a cream soda, kind of? Like ginger, you ever had ginger beer? Yeah. It sort of tastes almost kind of like that, but it's not I'm, quite as strong. You know, ginger beer is real strong. It's got a little bit of root beer. Yeah, I think flavor. I'm pretty sure it's like ginger beer. It's a ginger taste. I'm with George. You brought back a memory with that. Yeah, yeah he said. Candy cigarettes with the little powder. Yeah, that's what I think it, it tastes like. Moxie brought by Coke. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, Coke. Yeah, Coke bottom. Cool, that's good. I, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Am it, I going to be able to sleep tonight, Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to be all jacked up on Moxie. It's like, uh, what's that cola? Uh, Jolt Cola, twice the caffeine? Yeah. Sleeping's overrated anyway. Andy sent us another one here. That, um, and we're sorry you don't have these up there, Mike, but um, he, he sent a box to us and an email. This is Captain Eli's Blueberry Pop. It looks like a Budweiser, but it's not. Ralph, Ralph just described Moxie as a spoiled root beer with medical aftertaste. <laughs> sort of. That that's a perfect description. Well, I don't think I could have said it better myself. It's kind of like somebody trying scotch for the first time. That's how they would describe it like that. <laughs> All right, I've got a painter's church key here. We painter's church key. Yeah. Here we go. You got it. Go to the painter's church. Oh, it don't screws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than thinking it's a screw top and it's really not. Yeah. Brian. That smells good. Yeah. I don't think the top of the glass is supposed to come off. Huh? Yeah, that tastes like pretty good. Like blueberry. Yeah, I could see that this the moxie one. I could see where some people probably wouldn't like the taste of that because mm -hmm. uh, my family, my wife and son, we bought some of that ginger beer when we were up in the northeast, and they didn't like it, so I drank them. But I, I liked it, but they didn't care for it at all. Yeah, uh, it was kind of was that was that Gosling's, Tommy? Probably that sounds yeah. familiar. Interesting. What's what's your description on this one, Ralph? 
Um, this this one's like a liquid blueberry cobbler. Yeah. Kind of. This one's kind of like what you would expect. The moxie, I had no idea. It's caffeine and gluten free. I hope this is not like mixing beer and wine or something. <laughs> I got to drive home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> After drinking all this, I may have to make a stop on the way. <clears throat> yeah, Moxie's probably an acquired taste. The the blueberry ale here, I think. Um, oh man, you got me wondering who cre- who made those candy cigarettes? Because that's that's an accurate description too. That's what they used to taste like. Yeah. Now we didn't know these were coming. And uh, thanks, Ralph. Yeah, appreciate that, Ralph. He uh, he actually sent us a letter here. Uh, George W five JDX Tommy N five Z and O and email KE five QKR. Ends of a tradition of sharing some unique regional food stuff for the Christmas ALTV episode. I'm sending a package of soft drinks for your consideration. Uh, I've enclosed a can for each of you of the official main state beverage, Moxie, once touted as a nerve tonic. I need. Yeah. I'm going to drink some more of it then. I was never certain if it was used to calm or excite them. <laughs> <laughs> Life in Maine is bittersweet, so I also included a bottle of Captain Eli's Blueberry Pop. So you'll get a taste of both sides of the main soda experience. And we've just had that. Yeah. At 37 to 38 grams of carbs for these soft drinks, my new uh, tipple is polar seltzer water. No caffeine, no sodium. I'm looking forward to the Christmas show in hopes that Rock and Roll will appear. Well, we read his letter. He's sorry he couldn't make it. I'm sure Mike... My no VE3MIC will come through with a few spoofs again. Yeah, he certainly <laughs> did. And I hope everyone has a joyous and safe holiday season. See everyone in the chat room, the 14th, 73RALPHAB10P. I yeah, appreciate that, Ralph. Yeah, thanks, Ralph. This was great stuff. And he even included some Christmas cards in here, yeah, too. You live in a beautiful part of the country up there, man. I love it up there. Yeah. He's got Moxie up there. Well, not quite as much anymore. Some of it's down here now. Oh, cool. It's a see-through card. <laughs> it is, isn't That's it? That's amazing. <laughs> you just How don't did you do that, Ralph? Get that technology everywhere. There, well, look there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Got one Got one as well. Yep. 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 Awesome. I, and I got one, too. But it's over there. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you, Ralph. Appreciate that. Thanks, Ralph. The uh, the blueberry L, yeah, that that tastes like something you you would expect. The moxie, I don't know. That's that's interesting. <laughs> Acquired taste, as they say. Did you like it, Emil? Yeah, it, well, I think George's description is accurate. It brought back memories mm-hmm. of those little candy cigarettes for me. <laughs> He's got it. That's the description yeah. I'd go with. I actually, well, I, I actually like it. We had another package show up. This one came from Arnie, K5ARN, and he said, Hi, Tommy and George and Emil. Merry Christmas. Try these if you dare from K5ARN. P.S. One bag is for email. And Emil, I put yours in the post, but I know you didn't get them in time because I, I just got this yesterday. 
arrived. So, that looks like licorice. I think licorice is pretty big over there. Haribo Pareto's. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this stuff is here. Uh, you gave you coal. That That's Christmas coal for the stockings. Is that what more, that is? More candy made in Canada, I bet. Salmiac, maybe. Extra stark. <laughs> Mike's trying to get his diabetes. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. Arnie did tell me these are probably an acquired taste as well. Oh, yeah? Now, I'm not sure if we should mix these with the Moxie or not. I only wish that email had received his so he could try to get him. Oh no, y'all got it all. <clears throat> What's it smell like? It smells like something. Does it? That's good. That's a good thing. Kind of like cardboard, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> he didn't give him. He didn't send you double salted licorice, did he? I don't know what it is. That's not what I would have expected it to smell like. It doesn't smell like licorice. See what Harry it tastes Pir- like. I'm scared. But he said it smells like hairy pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Spice. Did you eat it? No. I was waiting on you. All right, well, Arnie. It tastes like hairy pirates. All right. Is Arnie still in there? On three. One, two, three. <laughs> Yeah, he's still in there. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's losing his eyesight. <laughs> Only in one eye. It is very salty. It's double salted something. Oh. Yeah. Arnie says he likes these. You know what? Only the Dutch like those, I think. Oh, man. I can't even describe what that tastes like. It's pretty doggone salty, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's extremely salty. Wow. And it looks like maybe it's vegetarian. Wow. <laughs> he almost made that face with the one slanted eye. That's what My. I had these before when I took right before I took that picture. Wow. Now put them where you don't want the squirrels to go. Uh, That's you, very different. That is very different. Did did he say anything in there about um any description? No he didn't. I guess he's in there, he's just not saying anything. Maybe he's laughing too hard. Somebody said, "Arr." is right. Did you do spitters out? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you still chewing it? I'm gonna go ahead and swallow it. We'll get you another. I gotta get over this one first. Oh man, email. You probably like these. Huh? Yeah. Uh huh. If you do, I'll send you this bag too, because I don't know <laughs> okay. that I can eat them. I'm sorry, Arnie, but. I'm changing my number. That's that is special. Tommy, um, send send them to your friend Hoose. He'll like them. Yeah, probably mm. will. Oh, Arnie's back. He's having a laugh now. Arnie, 
It's getting bigger. You mix that with a little swig of moxie there, man. Wash it on down with a little moxie. And, and a handful <laughs> of pop rocks. Somebody says if you did that, it turns the uh, the gummies or whatever they are into bugs. What? <laughs> Somebody said that. <laughs> That's a unique taste of those things. They turn into bugs. It's so salty. It's like eating a block of salt with a tiniest <laughs> little hint of licorice to it. Ooh. All right, this next one here. Oh, we got more? We got more. Now th I'm, I'm scared now. I can only hope. I have no idea what this one is going to be like. This came from email. We didn't know this was coming either. We didn't know oh, any of this cool. was coming. What is this, email? Oh, wow. Okay, so that's that's kind of a staple with a story down here. It's it's at, what it is is a praline filled. Uh, you know what a praline is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's so pr praline filled uh, pastry with caramel icing and pecans or, or pecans or pecans on the top. And uh, there's there's stories about how uh, there's a old guy in the swamp who uh, I think it was Alphonse. <laughs> Who uh, had to beat up a gator <laughs> to to obtain these things? Now, anyway, the bakery down here, Haydell's Bakery, is a pretty uh, famous uh, place, and they might have they might have that story in there. In fact, read that, Tommy. I I'm not sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read it to you in my voice. I think. Okay. Caught dog, shy. Y'all must have been good this year to get this. <laughs> Merry kiss moose to you, George and Tommy, and families from the cheap old man. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, cheap old man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and we got a little brochure there. It tells the story. Oh, cool. Coffee and with chicory. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee with chicory, which is... We we'll probably like need to make that to wash the <laughs> Tree bark? Yep. Now, that's what chicory is? Yeah. It's in the... In the it's definitely cheap old man compliant. They used to use tree bark to uh, make their coffee taste better. Oh, wow. That looks like a giant pretzel, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that <clears throat> might be a little better than salted. Here, put pack. some of these on the oh. top of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get those away from there. We don't want any cross-contamination. <laughs> cross-contamination? Yeah. Now, I don't have a, didn't bring a knife because I didn't know what this was going to look like. I just so happen to have one. Is it clean enough to cut pastries with? Oh, yeah. Sure it is. All right. <laughs> Solder pastries. No. There you go. Alphonse, get you a piece. Alphonse and his P-Rog with the gator delivering Cajun Kringles, as they call them. Cajun Kringles, all right. So that's a Nolan's Nolan's uh, tradition. It is. Is it supposed to stay salty a meal? No. <laughs> mm. Everything might taste salty now, though. For, for you a while. <laughs> this is good. Oh wow! Yeah, it is. That is fantastic. It's um, it's probably that's mm -hmm. that 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 bakery is uh, awesome. Mm. Does, that, does that come from New Orleans? New Orleans and Metairie, yeah. Metairie? Hmm. 
That is something so good. That actually yeah, tastes yeah. like what you think it would taste like. <laughs> Little similar to pecan pie, but not. Yeah, mine. Yep. Somebody from work sent me a basket with the uh, praline pecans. They got that coating on them. They were mm-hmm. they're so good. Yeah. Now what? What goes best with this, Moxie or the blueberry ale? Blueberry. Um, milk. Milk. Mm. A coffee. Oh, coffee with yep. chicory. <laughs> chicory. Well, that is a that is a thing down here. You know, it's like burnt wood or something. Yeah, you know? I thought it was more like a like peat or something. They they when they were brewing or when they were. Um, uh, roasting the coffee, they'd roast it with chicory or something to take the bitterness out. Yeah. When you go cheap, you just use tree bark. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Y'all keep talking so we can eat. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, fella. Hmm. <clears throat> What is what chicory is? Oh, I looked it up, Mike. <laughs> what is it? Um, oh, hold on. The root. Root with coffee in some parts of the world. <clears throat> Why does it end up in our coffee? It's rooted. <laughs> Pun intended. Bit of tradition, a whole lot of politics, and economic hardships. There you go. See, it was a cheap innovation. <laughs> See, it is an educational program. Oh, perfect. That's right. Get your name Additive. all over it. Additives to caffeinated beverage have been expensive. <laughs> well, Glenn, Glenn's put an explanation in the chat room. Oh, cool. You probably know better than I would. Extender, okay. Meaning oh. they were too cheap to use 100% coffee, so they put chicory in there. There you go. <laughs> no, stretch it. Yeah, during the Civil War. Hmm. A bit stronger than pure coffee. That's interesting, Glenn. Yeah. Yep. Staying true to their roots, New Orleans locals turned to chicory to make their limited coffee supply stretch. Well, that was amazing. Okay. Thank you, Emil, for sending that. Appreciate yeah, that. Not a, really. Not a problem. <clears throat> Very good. Very good. Well, boy, what can we say? Uh, well, I would say I don't know if I would leave Santa a bottle of Moxie out <laughs> with the cookies. I know I wouldn't leave these things out right here for him. He'd never come back, man. Uh, unless Santa's Santa's Dutch. You know, when I, when I first started eating it, it, it was okay, but then it got, like, the salt just got stronger and stronger and stronger. Then I just felt almost like I had just a mouthful of salt. Which part of it was okay with it you? Just, right? Well, it just it started out, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to take him home and try it. Give one to my son and have him try it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, boy, I, I don't know, Arnie. I... I can't see you liking that as as much as you say you do. 
Well, I, I'm thinking he sees y'all must have been bad. He he gave you Cole. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, I don't think Cole. I think Cole would taste a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you letting us experience yeah. it. This yeah, yeah, thanks for sending it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I may try another one later. You're brave. <laughs> well. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight for the Christmas show. I guess, well, we've only got one one more little segment to go here just to kind of round out the night with because we generally do. And let's see if I've got it ready to go. Yeah, it's this right here. You know, uh, a lot of our, our friends out there send us photos mm-hmm. of where their hat's been traveling to. Oh, yeah. And this one right here. This comes from, let's see, where do I have it? These, these while you're getting at these, these are always, to me, these are really fun. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty awesome. I'm, I appreciate you guys taking the time to send them in, too, because to me, they just kind of, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoy them a lot. This is from Greg McCulkin, VK2TEQ. So down under there, uh, George, Tommy, and now email. Here is the Amateur Logic Cap visiting Amateur Radio New South Wales, Australia. Okay. Oh, wow. Grid Square QF56MH62QG. The cap was a passenger in my car, the silver Toyota. Didn't talk much, though. Wish the partner was that quiet. <laughs> okay, Greg. I uh, hope the partner's not watching. <laughs> yeah. Nice knowing you. Yep. <laughs> and we've got another one here from a frequent flyer. Uh, this comes from uh, oh. John Baggage. John the Hat Baggage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. K2BAG. And this was from Indianapolis. AJ Forts. <clears throat> Auto there. That's awesome, man. That that hat has got some serious miles on it. Look at it, still going strong. Mm-hmm. It's outpacing AJ Ford there. Uh huh. And oh, we got one more here. This uh, this comes from across the ocean. There, it's from Tony Durant M three O V A. Cool. And there it is right there on his mic boom with uh, high microphones and headsets and yeah. a ham shack. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, thanks for sending those in, y'all. Yeah, thanks. And we, we got one more. This was uh, actually posted on Facebook. Uh, Chris Smith posted this. And I don't know, maybe this is a product we want to add to the, uh, to the shop there, Tommy. You know, fashions keep coming around. Well, I'm waiting for Leisure the... Leisure suits might be coming back. It could be. Is there a logo on there? On the no, there's no logo yet. We'd have to logo it. We could put the logo on there. Yep. Groovy. Maybe in a purple or something. Maybe in a purple or something. Yeah. Herb Tarlick's back. <laughs> so if you wanted some of this nice swag, Tommy, there's got to be somewhere... You know what there is? It's a place that I, I can send you to right now, amateurlogic.spreadshirt.com. And it's even available in Canada, I think. Yeah, look right at there. there. Yep. You can even get them up above the Mason-Dixon line. So if you want a hat or a shirt, 
Amateurlogic.spreadshirt.com. Yep. Sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Yep. A lot of things. And if you if you get out with your stuff and uh, yeah, take a picture, send it in, and uh, we'll be glad to show you on here. Yep. You never oh. know where the hat's going to pop mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Again, those to me, those are just really fun when people send those in. I like seeing them. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we encourage you, if um, if you're on the social networks, to join us. We've got uh, a Facebook group that's uh, pretty active, facebook.com slash group slash amateurlogic.tv. We've got a Google Plus community for a little while longer till they shut it mm-hmm. down. Till April. Yep. And you can follow us in the Twitterverse. At Amateur Logic and at Ham College. Yep. And we also have an Instagram account, uh, Amateur Logic's the name of that. But uh, mostly when we go to Hamfest or something, you'll see some pictures on there. It's not too active unless we're on some kind of an outing. Yeah. Well, we've been going almost two hours here nonstop. And really, I don't think there's that much that needs to be cut out of this. I may just post this one in the raw. <laughs> I may not edit it. Poor choice of words. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, a fun show. Thanks to everyone who joined us in the chat room tonight and uh, those of you who download the episode and watch it. It's uh, It's been another great year. We've had a fun time. I'm going to have to loosen my belt up after uh, having this pastry and stuff. Yeah, and the salt block over there. I <laughs> uh, always leave those out for the deer. Yeah. True. Mike, thank you for joining us tonight. That's uh, It's always great to have you back. Always uh, a pleasure. And uh, I, at least we know now that you've only used about half of those up, so <laughs> there could be uh, a sequel at some point. Did, did you notice, George, I, I put them all in folders uh, when, I, when I shared the info yep. with you, and one of those folders was not for broadcast or something to yes, that effect. I saw that. Those were all the good ones are. Yep, those the ones that didn't get shared. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. We'll have to revisit those and see if any of them can, can make, make the, cut. the cut. Yeah. Okay. We don't want the censors to. Yeah, to, that's good. We'll to get them. Email. Good to see you again. And uh, well, thanks for the Cajun Kringle here. Yeah, that is good stuff. That's I, so good. I think I like that better than King Cake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. By a long yeah. shot. That's the next season, so hey, maybe it's in the cards. <laughs> yeah. So until then, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you guys. And yeah. Thanks. And yep. thanks, Mike and Ralph and everybody else. Yep. Thanks. And uh, Tommy, I, I think you've got a little vacation for the rest of the year here. Uh, i got to work a few days next week, just a few, and then uh, first week of January, uh Go back to work after on the second. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll hear you on the radio <clears throat> someday. Yeah, I hope to, yeah, you should. Plan on uh, getting. Uh, I've got an antenna to put up and a bunch of ham stuff to do around the house. So cool. Looking forward to all that and having a few few days at home to do it. Well, I'm going to try to find some more things I can light and have the Arduino talk about <laughs> over the holidays <laughs> here. And uh, are you actually going to put that on the air, George? <laughs> what? Oh no! Oh, I don't know. I, you, you're talking about full time setting it up yeah. or something. I don't know. I could. I, I really don't I, know. Have it. You know, I just. Have ha- it. 
<laughs> you first. I was going to say, I have it turn your lights on or something when you're pulling up in the driveway. Or, uh, oh, yeah. Just like the uh, the airports do for the runways. Oh, yeah. You could have it. You could do anything you want to with it. I, you know, I bought that little um, DTMF decoder at a ham fest, and I, I showed it one time on Ham Nation, and I, nothing spectacular. I just turned on three LEDs with it. And I said, I'm going to do something with this one day. It's, this has got potential, and that's where it took me. It only took a year or two to to get there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. See, that two years, that's my usually going rate to get things done. Yep, that is. Yep. I usually buy yeah. something, I'll sit on it for about two years, and then I'll finally go ahead and finish the project or whatever. That's kind of how that one works. Yeah. Mar- Marty, uh, who's in the chat room, AD0PO. We have a uh, kind of a running joke. Uh, it's a bit of a contest to see who can procrastinate the longest. Um, I bought a BidX40 uh, back in, I think, October 2016, <laughs> and it's, st- it's still sitting in the box. And actually, I- I've, I've one-upped them because I had bought a, uh, a Hammond box uh, to use as a cabinet, but I figured there's no way, if I haven't got the radio going at this point, there's no way I've got time to punch holes and... And 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 uh, you know make a faceplate for it and everything else. So I went out and bought this this really cool um, uh, case for it. It came from India, uh, very reasonably priced. And uh, yeah, um, so I'm not sure who's going to win the procrastination contest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm two years, uh, 28 months actually to be exact uh, for mine. I I don't know if Marty's had his quite as quite as long so i think i'm still winning the contest well i think i could top that i gotta go through that box over there tommy yeah see what's in there but yeah there's some things i've been sitting on a long time too yeah i think we're all kind of bad about that i didn't date code it though so i can't prove any of it well thanks for being here everyone um well before we go any any final words tommy no, just uh, thanks again for all the goodies, you guys, and uh, appreciate everybody. I guess next time we come back, it'll be New Year, after the New Year. I th- well, yeah, for well, amateur logic, so we we will be back with the Ham College at the end of the year. Yeah, right. So, but for amateur logic, this is it till January. Yeah, and some folks have asked, are we going to do a live stream for New Year's Eve this year? I don't, I don't know yet. We'll have to see. And, you know, I've done a couple of those and. Maybe we've done two of those. I don't know. One or two. But uh, we'll have to see what the holidays shake out like. But we'll post around if we're going to do that and and see how that goes. Uh, Email, any final words from down south there? Yeah, yeah, guys. Stay safe. And uh, because none of us want to hear the Christmas tree is on fire. No. Everybody, (laughs) (laughs) 7-3. And Mike, anything final from up north there? Um, just uh, safe travels, everyone, and uh, and happy holidays. And hope hopefully everybody gets time to spend uh, time with their family. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy yeah. New Year, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Hanukkah, and yeah, Winter Solstice, whatever, whatever. Whatever you celebrate, have have a good one, and I yep. uh, appreciate you hanging with us. And I guess we'll see uh, amateur logic people next year. And if you're Ham College 
Ewer, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, because you got one more class before one we're more out class for the semester. You out for us. Yeah. Yeah. New Year. All right. Seven three. Seven three. Seven three. Seven three.